Okay, how's everybody fucking doing? Hey, I'm alive. Thank the fuck. It's better than dead. Rhett sounds like he's in another dimension, so he might be dead. What about that? Oh, fuck. Is this even fucking recording anymore? Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rhett's, Rhett's reporting live from Hellworld, where the, um... What's the reception isn't great. What the fuck is going on with this fucking thing? 48,000. Test. One, two. Okay, this isn't picking up anything now. Oh, audio hardware. You gotta Sound. love it. Test. Test. One, two. Test. One, two. Nothing. Testing. One, two, seven. Man, two, I've gotta three, have fucking three, bad luck with these fucking headphones. I mean, this is all great material. I'm yeah, so I mean... Bad luck with these goddamn headphones. God fucking damn. I'm gonna have to close down Audacity. I'm gonna have to reload it. I'm gonna have to fucking reload it. It's all just fuck. This fucking you, you, thing. You sound okay now. What happened? What'd you do? I went back to the Amazon's Choice, baby. I'm still gripping it. I'm still ripping it. Yeah, hold on. Sorry. Sorry. It, it reloaded and it went back to 44. It's uh, all good, man. It's all okay. good. Yeah, we're not, this is like, gold. Ex- we're not exploding with content or anything presently. <laughs> it's gold, Jerry. Gold. Are they serious with this? Are you supposed to have two fucking microphones hanging off your head? It looks ridiculous. Well, you haven't seen anyone in 10 months, so really, does it matter? That's a good point, man. I am a loser. I have not left the house in a year. I was locked down three months before the lockdown. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Rock and roll, baby. It's time for Press X to podcast. This is for the week of November 30th, 2020. We almost survived. We almost made it through 2020. My name is Paul. I'm the host. And alongside me today, I've got Rhett and James, who also love 2020. Yeah. We, God, we just love it so much. We're like taking it out to like dinner dates and paying for the whole thing. And oh yeah, flowers are also involved. It's it's amazing. For sure, for sure. Very cordial, whining and dining. And Paul, mm. I was a big fan of that introduction there. That was, uh, uh, you know, you came in hot. You came in hot. You came in spicy. I was uh, trying out a new vibe. I thought maybe I'd give it a go. I like it. I like maybe it. Rock and roll, baby, could be our, our new catchphrase. Nice. Nice. Okay. Thinking about it anyway. Right. You know, nothing wrong with rock and roll or babies. So no. Or catchphrases. We're, God, we're just so many things to workshop. And... It's For true. sure. Uh, you know, first it's a catchphrase, the next it's a sponsorship. Wink, wink, you know. <clears throat> hey, I from... saw they were having a Black Friday sale. Got an Instagram ad for that. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't dabble though. No, no. Many, did, I don't know though. if we should name drop since they still haven't sponsored us, but you know who. Yeah, you know. exactly. Listeners of the show, you know who. This, 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 the, the scan mape guys, you know, those ones. Scan mape. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they better get on something quick because I'm looking at Harry's razors like, hey, <laughs> they'd probably be happy to sponsor us. Dollar Shave Club, maybe? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's all mm-hmm. razors. I know, yeah. I, know, I know y'all claim it's proprietary. <laughs> it's all razors. It's all fucking guards. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, we don't even have to go with one of the little fellas. We could go straight to the source. We could go after a Panasonic 
or something sponsorship mm. oh yeah, yeah. that that would make we could us... have we could have a press x the podcast branded razor yeah yeah you're talking about that old man razor that takes care of that five o'clock shadow that you keep in the office and you know you're sitting there just fucking doing it on the phone and shit yeah then to noon you got to tie yes 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 bit. yes that would be something else uh those are expensive that's high quality i mean <clears throat> i don't want to i don't i don't know if i get to that point by 10 to noon oh god i i can't grow a beard in uh 10 months I can I can grow a shitty one in like three weeks. What do you say, huh? Why, 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 how, how about a have a one express order of shitty beard? Yeah, <laughs> Paul, you could probably grow a pretty good beard, eh? You oh yeah, you, I've been doing yeah. Movember this month. Have you? And uh, I guess last day today. Yeah, as of today, I look one hundred percent like Dutch Vanderland. Nice. <laughs> nice. It's, it's not bad. I might keep it. Got some some good handlebars going here. Oh, I bet. Throw up uh, some Twitter pictures. Oh, you bet I will. Nice. I'm going to be uh, waiting for them. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the right moment, you know? Mm. Yeah, you gotta, I feel you. You got to wait for your time to shine. Nobody's going to steal your thunder. Right. And it might be now. Hey, so if you're listening, reach out, you know? Throw out a line. Maybe you'll hook Paul. Maybe he'll toss you a picture. Handlebars. <laughs> All of his progress in November. Ring, ring. Yes. Uh, what's up, guys? How are well, you? Well, play- great. Played played some games. Ooh. Got mm-hmm. got a brand new PS5 and hardly touched it in two weeks. Uh huh. Yeah, because I'm I'm a bad video game man. I'm gonna have to head turn in my badge and my gun. Yeah. Well, you know, you could just turn in the PS5. You could give it to me. I'll make use of it. Listen, in <laughs> 10 days, all right, it's going to be getting enough use that people will start worrying about me. They'll be like, hey, where did that James person go? Is he dead? What is the smell coming from the condo? Should okay. we call a priest? So on and so forth. Fair enough. So, you, so you'll be making up for time lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then some. Fair. But, but, Fair but you know, games. Games have been played. Playing the games. I, I mean, first of all, I don't think cyborgs actually stink. I think there's software that prevents that from happening. So if you're if you're truly investing in the cyberpunk world, I think you're going to be fine, James. Yeah, yeah. It I'll just go stinkless okay. somehow. I thought you Some said way. you were made of uh, parsley. I mean, yeah, but it goes off right in the in the in in the heat and the light, even if it is winter. Okay. You know. So that's actually a great story that we should share with the listeners, James, because okay. I laughed. Very hard. Okay, so uh, about a month ago, I did an online event with Electronic Arts for Star Wars Squadrons. James, I and... don't want to alarm you, but that was that was two months. What? No, that it was, was October. That was two months ago. Two. Jesus Christ! It was two months. Okay, so two months ago, uh, <laughs> I, I I did the event. I got my login information, and when they sent me the email, my name was James Parsley. Nice. Which is close, and on top of that, it's the best fuck-up of my name that anybody has ever done. Because, you know, they added an R and an S. 
do you think maybe it was intentional? Maybe, but for a while I was James Parsley on like on the Slack chat with the with the Cog team. I was like, you know what? We're gonna lean into it. I put up a photo of yeah. some fresh, <laughs> delicious parsley, and uh, surprisingly few people really asked about it. They were like, okay, I guess he's James Parsley now. <laughs> they know better than to ask questions. Exactly, it's twenty twenty. You just oh, that's some good looking parsley. Yeah, oh, very good looking parsley. If I want to be James Parsley for a couple of weeks, then by God, I'm going to do it. Yeah. My own personal headcanon is that everybody at that event got a vegetable-related name. Oh, yeah. You know? That would have been amazing. Oh, yeah. Gordon Grape. Oh. <laughs> I'd love to play with that guy. Yeah. Apple's Apper, Nathy. You're spinning such a yarn, man. It's so much better than what actually happened. <laughs> and, um, of course, Orenthal Orange. Oh my God! You got there. Yeah, you landed the plane. God. People call him Ooh. What, what, say that one more time. I said people call him Ooh. Yeah, I know. I heard you. I just wanted yeah. to hear you say it again. Ooh, yeah, thanks. we just needed to give that a little more oxygen, Rhett. You know. Oh no, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. <sighs> so, video games. James, so, have, you, have you been playing anything good, or is it just just nonsense that you've been ignoring your PS5 for? Well, on your recommendation, Paul, I decided to check out Hades, and yeah. it promptly took over my life. Oh my god. It It is the primary reason I haven't touched my PS5, because I got it on PC, and mm -hmm. it's an absolute banger. Um, oh god, yeah. I, it's, it's probably the best roguelike i've ever played yes it's uh it's got really excellent voice acting really fun flavor text the combat is absolutely rock solid you hold on to just enough in the way of resources from run to run that it really feels like you're building something and you can like modify and upgrade all the weapons you get not just so they're like stats are better but so they do cool new shit mm -hmm. um i haven't made that much progress in a couple of weeks because i'm also not that great at roguelikes it's part of the reason i don't like them that much i've gotten to like the third zone okay and um and it's just hard to get i, I haven't quite figured out the weapon combination to like take on the the twin bosses on the other hand I tend to play it while I'm watching TV with my fiance, so I'm just like doing runs, gathering resources, killing stuff for funsies, and then like six go by, and I'm like, "You've made no progress." Like, huh? What do you know? <laughs> the beauty of that game, though, is like whether you're at the stage that you're at, or you're at the stage where you've basically mastered it and you clear the game with just about every run, it continues to give you new things to do where it continues to progress the story for a long time. It's amazing. Like there, there is no real ceiling on this game. You can keep playing it forever and it keeps entertaining. Yeah, I um I really want to get into it. I want to I want to like finish it for the first time and like really power all my shit up and really like figure all that out and really get in there. I'm extremely curious. Um and uh if anybody You've probably heard a little buzz around the water cooler, a.k.a. 
Twitter, aka the Hell site, about how Hades is probably or should be on the Game of the Year list. I know so far I've heard you, Paul, talk about that shit, and like Alana Pierce was online being like, yo, Hades should be on the Game of the Year list. And then a couple of people I follow who don't really play video games, except for games like Hades, were like, yeah, I uh, I can't put it down. <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> I think it's a dark horse, man. Like, There's a lot of great games this year, but I can see a lot of people ranking this one very highly. It's definitely on my top 10 list, that's for fucking sure. Just to, to wet your whistle about a few things that are still in your future, James. Yeah. Would you believe me if I told you there's a romance system in this game i i would actually i would they plant the seeds for it pretty early but like it's definitely not the sort of thing that you um you pay a lot of attention to at first because you've just got other shit to do but you can you can strike up like real bonds with just about fucking anybody and i like that it's so good there's there's Uh, some people that i'm like oh man we should uh you know we should, uh, yeah, get a little closer. What do you say, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, at the surface, it's it's a great game for what it is. Just mechanically, it's very, very competent. But there's so much more going on that just about anybody who picks it up is going to find something that they latch onto and keeps them going run after run. Yeah, it's between my time is spent between that and um, Age of Calamity is the other one that I can't stop going back to. Yeah, I gotta pick that up. It's uh, it's really goddamn compelling. <laughs> Have you finally cleared that one? Fuck like... no! I keep getting too distracted by the side quests. Uh huh. Cause like, every time I turn it on, there's like, oh, you should um, cause they keep introducing new characters, people you wouldn't expect, people you're like, oh, that that's who you're gonna add to the list. Yeah, I mean. Embargo's out. It's it's out there in the world. It's been released for a while. I can definitely tell you guys a couple of the people that um, aren't in the trailers, <laughs> if you're Please. curious. Please. Well, um, somebody that I just just unlocked very recently in my, my playthrough is um, the Great Fairies. Oh. So they're like they're like in in a, in their flower thing. You never see their legs or anything. They're just forever popping out of a plant. And um, they're really, really big, but they they can't dodge that well. Mm. <laughs> so, like, you have to do these, like, crazy AoE strikes as often as you possibly can just to, like, control the zones and, like, keep people away from you. And, like, I don't know if I talked about this. I don't think I did. In Breath of the Wild, you can do that thing where you do a perfect dodge and you get the flurry rush. Yeah, yeah. You can do that in Age of Calamity. Ooh. And it, uh... Ooh, boy, oh boy, is it ever handy. Um, <laughs> and you can do that with um, the fairies too, but because they're so big and kind of clumsy, you, they don't have a lot of like dodge animations, so you just have to like do the button inputs and hope you timed it right, and then yeah. suddenly they're just like, they're still just sort of sitting there in front of the enemy, but it all slows down, and you're like, do the strikes there, do it really fast, or like, fuck yeah. It just looks so goofy, but it's good. It's good. Also, the, um, you know, the monks that hang out inside all the shrines? Yeah. You get one of those. Okay. Yeah. So they're just like these weird spindly dudes. 
they have the same they have some of the same uh Sheikah powers as uh Impa. Mm. Who is just so good. One of her attacks basically generates these symbols in opponents around you on the field, and then you have to like attack them, absorb the symbol, and then you can have like glowing blue like uh Sheikah clones. And if you get three of the symbols absorbed in a fast enough time frame, then suddenly Impa has like six shadow clones just on either side of her. And then your regular attack is like seven times as strong as it was. And when you do specials, it's just like this big crazy affair, but they like disappear pretty fast. So you have to like be cycling between regular attacks and special attacks and the, and the symbol generation attacks. Oh, so this, so... this is still a warrior's game though, right? So you're yeah. cutting through hordes of enemies. Yeah, just dozens and dozens of people. You oh, do man. you can do combos where you're like juggle people to the point where they all get tangled up in this big hilarious looking ball of enemies. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. Does anyone so- know if it's on sale for yeah. Cyber Monday? I don't Oof. I don't know. I haven't checked. Um this one thing I will say is that the story is kind of uh it's fine. It's kind of it's it's basically like high budget fan fiction because it's just like the guys from Koei Tecmo be like, what, what, what was the, what was it like in the, in the prequel era in the hundred years before when the calamity struck and you know, they do a pretty good job of like filling in the gaps, but it still feels like, yeah, this is what we think happened. So you've cooled off on the, on the story a little bit. You were pretty hot on it last time we talked. It's, it hits all the emotional beats the way you hoped would. And, um, the, it um and you, the the time you spend with the different characters it feels a bit like nourishment because you were so starved for that interaction in the first game where it was just like you get a couple of flashbacks and then it's just like that's all you had so people would develop these weird fixations on people like Urbosa even though you never really saw her and now you get all this like playtime with her and it's just like oh this is what I needed but like. The more you play the story, the more it's just like, okay, it feels kind of by the numbers where it's just like, what would happen before the calamity? Well, these things would happen. It's And it's kind of things that they, they alluded to. They're like, well, now we're just going to do that explicitly. That's that's what happened, and that's fine. We're like, okay, great. But, like, it's really, for me, the mechanical moment-to-moment stuff that, like, keeps you sucked right in. I'll definitely pick this up so that, like, I can speak to yeah. it for Game of the Year stuff, but it's... It, Feels like a really good Christmas break kind of game. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'd be curious to see. I'd be curious to see how other people feel about the um the progression systems and stuff like that, because like I don't know if it's actually slow or if I'm hopelessly distracted by all the side quests and I just can't stop fucking with them. <laughs> like I don't I don't think the game's that long. I'm just constantly going back and doing shit that I don't need to be doing. <laughs> that would be very James. Yeah, that's quite on brand, right? What have you been playing? Man, playing the the waiting game of trying to get a PS Five, and uh, what else? Uh, yeah, no luck on that front. I finally got a chance to play uh, Star Wars: Fallen Order. Hmm, is that what it's called? Jedi Knight: Fallen Order, Star Wars. Yeah, you know. something like that. And I gotta say. I had been waiting to play this game since last year. I remember everybody was hyping it up. Although I, I 
definitely remember, Paul, you were saying that it certainly comes with its issues. And yeah. it, it does. Man, like, uh, I'm kind of disappointed with it. Um, oh, really? Yeah, the... like, a lot, of, a lot of the combat is fun. It doesn't really make sense to me a lot of the time. Like, I don't understand how I'm, like, getting my executions to activate and my, you know, like, finishing moves and stuff. It all just kind of, like, happens randomly, it seems. But that's mm. fine. The problem is that the game runs, like, complete garbage. It, it's oh, no. like uh, it's like fucking Days Gone uh, was. That's too bad. Man, oh, no. and like we were talking a couple of shows ago that you know my p my PS4 is uh, fucked to you know to say the least. Like it's sometimes it'll take me a fucking minute to go back to the dashboard. Um, but yeah, the game like runs like shit, uh, especially out in the big open environments. Um, it's like. Yeah, like it just chugs and chugs and chugs, and it's difficult to stay stay with it. It's it's difficult to not get frustrated by it. That's um, too bad that they haven't fixed it over the course of a year. I assumed that they would. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it right? seems just like what I was saying with Days Gone. It seems like it was made for the PS5, or rather, it was like future proofed for it. You know, yeah, it, it had to launch late on the PS4 to make their deadlines or quotas, whatever. But really, it seems like this thing was made to be played on the PS5. And yeah, maybe I'll just hold off and play it then. Because again, I think the combat's pretty cool. It's, it's funny how it's like a mixture of uh, Uncharted and Dark Souls. Yep. Like, yeah, that's, that's what you feel. Because uh, mm -hmm. yeah, like I, I definitely didn't expect to have like this like Dark Souls feeling throughout it. But I'm, I, I got like an hour, hour and a half in and I kept dying and I'm like, man, this game is fucking hard. Like what, what am I doing wrong here? And then it kind of clicked. I was, I got up to like one of the, you know, kind of like semi boss fights and it just kind of clicked that, oh yeah, okay. This is like a very slow, methodical dodge strike, get out of there, you know, kind of game. And, um, yeah, oh. so it's, it's fun in that regard. It's certainly not as challenging as a dark souls or demon souls. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's certainly not as easy as I thought it was going to be. So, like I was saying, yeah. maybe I'll just wait for the PS5 and play it then. Yeah, that's too bad. I should give that one a shot on Back Compat and see if it's any better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd be curious to see. I'm sure it is. I'm sure that it uh, benefits that's, from the that's PS5. That's tragic because it's a great game. Yeah. I, I have been digging the story so far as well. I do think that you yeah. like it's it's it really is run of the mill Star Wars kind of stuff, but it is told quite well and it's directed well and the cinematography is beautiful and yeah, it's 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 cool. But yeah, um, I like some of the characters in there. You know, the pilot guy. Like, hey, kid. You mm -hmm. know, you just gotta do the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, they got they got some good characters in there. Do For sure. the thing. <laughs> Yeah, that's basically what all his lines are. Nice. Okay. Okay, what else? Uh, I finished Sackboy. Ooh. All right. It's a fun game. It's a very fun game. It's a, uh, like, like you may expect looking at the trailer, it is very much in the vein of Super Mario 3D World. Kind of a fixed camera, sort of three-quarter view of a, th a three-dimensional play space, and levels are more or less linear with a couple of branching paths and 
there's various little structures to to the the types of levels you know there's auto scrollers there's more exploration based one ones but uh it throughout carries that flair from the little big planet series of feeling kind of like a pop-up book or like you're playing a diorama and even though it doesn't have quite the creation aspects of a little big planet it's still creative enough with how you can dress up your sack boy and you know play with others to go on this little adventure it's not at all challenging uh didn't <laughs> even die once in this game but it's it is fun especially if you've got a group of people not that you can have a group of people but if you know you have a family especially with young kids this would be an amazing kids game to play along with and it does a lot technically that i didn't quite expect going into it it really flexes the muscles of the ps5 in a lot of ways especially in cutscenes the level of detail and the attention to detail in a lot of the cutscenes is i would call it pixar quality the amount that the characters are able to emote and the way the materials look you know for example one thing that stood out for me is sackboy's yarn when it shows a close-up of his head there's little like flyaway strands coming off the yarn that are you know have mm. transparent backgrounds so it looks like he's kind of frayed a little bit oh nice it's, it's very very detailed and charming as all get out because of the, the english humor and i think one of the performances of the year from the big bad in Sackboy vex voiced by richard e grant he's very good kind of uh, channeling mark hamill's joker a little bit really oh, good fun. Yeah, that's so, cool. Uh, I'm sure this game would be outstanding on PS4 as well. Um, probably not quite as detailed, but I'm sure it's still a very fun time. So yeah, it's nothing remarkable or anything, but it is very solid, tip to tail, and does some interesting things with a few levels that I did not expect at all um, with music. Oh, really? Being that this game is developed by Sony, they have access to a lot of Sony music. I presume these are all Sony tracks, but... Uh, some of the levels will have pop music underneath, you know, what's going on. And everything that's happening in the level is to the beat of the music. The first one I came across was Uptown Funk. And immediately I thought, I hate this song. I've heard it way too many times. <laughs> but it's so fun because all the platforms are kind of bopping up and down to the beat of the music. And everything in the diorama scene is bouncing around to the beat of the music of, of whatever song it happens to be. There's quite a few of them. And it's in a game that has a lot of classic or repetitive ideas. This is a very unique one that made those levels stand out particularly. It's a good time. Sick. I like it. Oh yeah. I'll check that I, out. <clears throat> I always like it when I'm one of the people who notices music a lot more in media than maybe some of my friends. Mm-hmm. Or like we'll watch a movie and be like, man, the soundtrack was amazing, and they're like, the what? I'm like, oh, good, thanks. But you know, so I always appreciate when a game goes the extra mile when it comes to that part of it, right? Oh yeah, you know, sometimes in in a level when you're transitioning from area to area, it will kind of slow down for a second to let the music catch up so that it can start the next section of the song as you hit a certain thing. And you know, when you're bouncing off of these pre-time jump platforms to the tune of Britney Spears' Toxic. Nice. You're like, nice, nice, nice. shit, this song's still a banger. <laughs> it's so good. 
Oh, yeah. Always was, always will be. Yep. James, I also see that you played a game called Alt-Deus Beyond Kronos. And that is exactly correct. Uh, I, I was very confused by this game because there's also a game called Kronos colon Before Remnant, I think, or Beyond Remnant. Yeah. And they were both in our our back end of our site at the same time. I was like, did you guys play the same game and one of you is confused or what? <laughs> it's uh it's an oculus title <clears throat> i played it on the quest it's uh it's a visual novel <clears throat> okay. so i've come to understand that vr is actually a pretty good space to explore for visual novels because there's a low level of interactivity required and because you could get that immersion that keeps you from like tuning out or like losing focus or like disconnecting from the story and it's, it's just really good for like having little touches that make you feel like you're really like plugged in to what's going on like this one is basically one of those like post-apocalyptic end of the world uh last bastion of humanity against an invading force kind of stories that you see in anime a lot. And you have, like, these mech battle sequences where, like, you'll take the controllers or your your hands, I guess, when you're in the in the space and, like, use them to, like, pop up these, like, uh, holographic control panel interfaces that show up when you're inside the cockpit just to, like, activate the super weapons and stuff like that. And you've got a sort of, like, uh, man-in-the-chair AI type of, like, assistant who's all, like, activating these crazy guns, lining them up and whatever, and they use all the jargon, and they're, like, charging to 120%, and you're like, oh, fuck yes, and then you, they're like, all right, please aim and fire when when prompted, and you're like, do that, and it just, like, because you're looking at the cockpit, and you see this massive-ass monster, <clears throat> and you, like, let the beam off and everything else. <clears throat> but also, the story is kind of insane. It goes to places I... Uh, I'm not going to say I didn't expect it because I watch a lot of anime and so I <laughs> kind of saw most of this coming, but like it was still really fascinating what they decided to try and do with the narrative and it was fun experiencing this in a game in a semi-interactive fashion. There's like, there's a lot of different endings you can unlock. Um, the game seems pretty short at first, but then you're like, oh no, there's actually that's, that's like God, that's like a quarter of it that I've seen. I gotta, I gotta go in and do everything right this time. It's, that sounds uh, pretty cool. It's quite fascinating. Uh, I'm noticing, I don't know if this is like, like if somebody comes out and corrects me about this later, that's fine. I'm happy to be wrong about this, but I'm noticing in Oculus Quest versions of Japanese games, the only audio option you have is English. And I, being a snobby bitch, I'm not super into the English dubbing for, for games generally or for anime or for anything. Um, Shit sucks. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Honestly, <laughs> some performances were kind of flat and weird. Some performances were bombastic and fun. It was about as good as you could expect from that sort of thing. Still, some of it was like, oh, why, why did you, why did you do that? Why did you, why did you speak in that manner? What was the point of that? That was very weird. James, yeah. do you have a link cable for your quest? Um, no. 
I've considered it. I've looked into it, but apparently it's like a hundred bucks, and I don't feel great mm. about dropping that them months. But if I know that if you do, then it like blows wide open what you can play on it. And I yeah, do have a. I was gonna say, hearing you describe this, it makes me extremely curious to hear your take on Half Life, Alex, because that does kind of all of these things that you're describing but with a level of polish and a level of uh, writing and acting that is a way beyond anything else that's ever been done in VR. And that's another one that is an extremely strong contender for game of the year. Although I know it has absolutely no chance of winning <laughs> our site awards because I think I'm the only person who's played it. Yeah, that definitely impedes its ability to win. Uh <clears throat> I'm I'm considering it because like who wouldn't want the ability to plug into the computer and like really really make this happen, you know? But like <clears throat> plus there's like there's games that have on Steam like uh I mean there's Elite Dangerous, but you literally cannot play that without like a really amazing flight stick in VR. <laughs> because and you once... can't you you can't see the goddamn keyboard. And or, once you get in there, it's like rest yeah. in peace. You're gone. Yeah. You've gone space trucking, and that's it. Yeah, we'll not see your like again. Or or like Subnautica, you can do in VR. Yep. Um, or um, I bet there's some VR shit in that enormous, incomprehensibly large Itchio bundle that I can't even think about. You know, that's a cool thing that I can't devote any bandwidth to because it's like I'll accidentally install something from it and then like six more things then it's just like hey weren't you supposed to be at work an hour ago <laughs> <laughs> that, that fucking thing is a witch's curse there's what like 1800 games in there now yeah easy peasy 1800 games it's nuts it's goddamn ridiculous even talking about it now i feel like i've tripped some sort of like hardwired lever or something i'm gonna go back to it later tonight and be like Oh, but what about this thing? What about this fun short experience? What about this like queer friendly TTRPG or paper and pencil gaming template? When you look into that when you check out these fucking this like asset pack. You don't make games, but you should look at it anyways, James. <laughs> is this game just on Quest or is it on other VR platforms? Um I don't know for certain. I know it's 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 listed just for Oculus on their product site. I'm hoping it's not just for Quest because the Quest version has the same problem that all Quest games do where the background textures are kind of shitty. Yeah. Which, which you just you just get over. Like the the resolution is fine but the graphics are bad. It's weird. So like so you're never like sick from like looking at it or anything but at the same time you're like ah this this feels like a, a school project. A good one, but a school project. Yeah, because this, this looks kind of cool. It looks it's, a little different. It's fascinating. It's it's fascinating. If you're not like a, a, a an old old nerd who's seen a hundred anime storylines in their life, what the twists and turns this story takes will blow your brain apart. Mm. <laughs> it's just like because you yeah. I like beat it once and then it was oh. Oh, but actually, if you do this one thing, you can completely change the outcome of the story and unlock, like, another couple of hours of content just in terms of, like, cutscenes. 
well, clearly you're going to do that. Yeah, but... I, I I did as much as I could, and before I had to like have the review typed up, I'm probably going to go back. I've unlocked like uh three or four endings, and I'm going to see if I can get the rest of them too. Now, I think that comes out the day this podcast will come out, so yes. it's out now. Yeah. <laughs> Discounting the time travel, it is out right now. <laughs> yes. What else? Oh, I did check in on Control on the PlayStation 5. Good, because I didn't have time. <laughs> as promised. Uh, it runs and looks basically the same as the PS4. Oh. And Does it? Why? So so any like frame rate dips or any problems like that that's still somehow the same? No. It seems like it's basically steady. I didn't notice, especially even in the uh, the really hefty sections, I didn't notice any drops. Okay. But... I will say that going back to that after looking at Spider-Man and Astro's Playroom and even Call of Duty on the PS5, it, it looks pretty grungy. The resolution God. is pretty low on that game, so it's God, no wonder yeah. that they've done a, the Ultimate Edition thing. Um, yeah. But that Ultimate Edition upgraded version isn't out yet, as far as I can tell. So that's still in the future somewhere. Yeah, and you have to, you're gonna have to. That's not a that's not an upgrade available for free to like owners of the original game. You gotta like buy that no. shit, as far as I know. Yeah, you gotta buy the new ultimate edition, which does include the DLC, but you're paying quite a premium for it. It's uh, mm, a little iffy. You fucking guys. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when CD Projekt Red is out here saying, "Yeah, just go ahead and buy the current gen thing. It'll run on your next gen thing," and when we come out with the next gen version. You can just have that. It'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, that 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 is the reason I bought my PS5. Basically, was for Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. And it looks like yeah. it looks pretty good on the PS5, <laughs> even though it's like you know a PS4 version running on a PS5. Yeah, it so. looks pretty good, doesn't it? Y'all are gonna be having a good time with that. You can have a good time with that too, Rhett. Yeah, you're not locked out. Yeah, you're locked down. Not locked out, man. Remember locked that. Out, locked out of the fun, man. I'm in the uh, bleachers. Don't you have an I'm Xbox lo- One? Xbox or are you just one. a PS4 guy? Well, I have an Xbox One, but okay, might as well be a paperweight. Uh, okay. It's a great paperweight. Yeah. Quite heavy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Yep, yep, yep. But anyways, Control. Still a good game. Uh the combat and exploration and stuff still really holds up. I would be tempted by the ultimate edition version because I would like to play it again, especially if they incorporate some of the ray tracing features from the PC version. Cause that game, she's pretty sharp. Pretty, pretty sharp. Cuts like a knife as they say. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Rat, you've got a note here that says the end of an era. Is that a game or a feeling? It's the truth. Okay, br- break this down for us, Rhett. Why is it at the end of an era? What era is it at the end of? It's just facts. <sighs> well, listeners of the show, uh, they may have heard that I had a streak going on in uh, Red Dead Online. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, 
if if you're a real fan of the show, you know what's been going on, and uh, you know how important that was to me and my family. <laughs> and I I don't know if if Paul James, I don't know if you two heard the news, but as of December first, Rockstar will be uh, implementing a new method for the daily challenges, which will result in every streak being reset to zero. Oh my God. How dare they? Today is the last day. Today I hit 440 days. And I don't really know what I'm doing with myself anymore. I don't know. You should stop I mean, playing Red Dead Online. Is what you should doing. That that that's what you should do with yourself. You should be a different a different thing. What was it all for? You know, fun. I hope. Christ. Oh no 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 no! It wasn't for fun. <laughs> no. I distinctly remember a few shows ago, Rhett saying specifically, "They better give us something for being the people who are on here every day." <laughs> And they gave you a streak reset. Oh, that's such a kick in the teeth. <laughs> There's no bigger middle finger. Honestly. Streak. Streak. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, laugh. Keep. You got. Hey, I do dumb shit in the name no, of no. video games all the time. All right. No, no. Keep laughing. Enjoy. Get it out. I, uh. <clears throat> been contemplating things and I, I just hope that I have learned something from this we do too right we yeah we hope you've learned something from this like not participating in streaks going forward because there's no reason to do so it just makes you the subject of a Skinner box experiment <laughs> Skinner box experiment eh? Yes, specifically. That's what it's called. Do you know what a Skinner box is, Rhett? Listeners, no. Paul? No. I have no mm -hmm. clue. A Skinner box was an incredibly famous uh, psych experiment run back when D.F. Skinner was alive, which, I don't know, the 70s or something. Anyways, point is, they did this thing, they did this thing where, like, a rat will have access to a device where if he presses a pallet, a button, and he gets a little bit of food... And if he pressed it and food came out every time, then he'd be like, all right, I'll just do that whenever I get hungry. However, if he pressed it and food sometimes came out, but you didn't know when, you just knew that sometimes when you press the button, you would get food, the rats would hammer on that fucking thing to no end. <laughs> to the, like, interruption of all their other life's activities. Just hammering on this button in the vain hope that food would come. Because sometimes it did. And I, f I think about this experiment a lot when I'm playing or writing about or reading about video games. Because those motherfuckers have figured out a way to make the Skinner box into a multi-billion dollar industry. And when you tell stories, Red, about participating in an everyday 
440 day streak in Red Dead Online for no reason you can figure out I'm like man that BF Skinner motherfucker he knew he figured this out decades ago he knew exactly how we're wired yeah he was in on the ground floor of loot boxes man yes Jesus that's supposed to make me feel better that's supposed to make me feel less depressed no it's supposed to inform you I, I, what I'm telling you, Rhett, is that the machine that you're participating in, if you ever have a feeling like, what is the point of this? Understand that getting you to continue participating is the point. And when you realize this, you can just stop and do something fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I got to say a- to that? This is a wake-up call. If anybody out there in the world is like, I'm logging into this thing or doing this thing every day or every week or every hour because I feel compelled to and I know there's something I'm going to get out of it. You're not. Yeah. But the there, people yeah, who not. designed there's it... no reward. Yeah. You continuing to participate is the reward for the publishers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the uh, good news is you only went for 440 days. Red uh, Dead was out for longer than that, so the streak could have been worse. It's true. That's the good news, eh? It is. It's, it's great news. It's just, hey, it's just 440. You know, at least it wasn't 1,000, right? At least it wasn't at least it wasn't 750. That's right. At least it wasn't 750. I mean, I bet if you tried real hard and believed in yourself, you could... You could rebuild the streak. No, no, you you don't see, understand. See, see? Good, good, good. Because that was a test, Rhett, you the passed. way no, because the way they do it now, Paul, is every twenty eight days they reset the streak. So there's there's no more streaks. There's no more big streaks. Oh, so it's the battle pass system. Because yeah, exactly. Because they realized that there was nothing to do in the game but collect gold, and nobody was buying it. And now I'm left here looking like Martin from The Simpsons when his pool explodes and he's left naked, alone, singing into the horizon. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Rhett, you mentioned that there's nothing to do but collect gold. Can you paint me a picture of like, because there's nothing to spend it on. So how much gold do you have? Yeah, right now I got uh, 650 bars around there, which uh, I actually calculated not long ago. It's around uh, three, $350. So, I mean, I know that's what the majority of the fam- or the player base has been doing, is just collecting that gold. I wonder, I wonder if you took the cumulative uh, gold bars of all, of all players, or even just the total number of bars that have been acquired in-game and not purchased. I wonder... How much that would be either Red, way it so so you're telling me that players all over the world have been accumulating wealth with nothing to spend it on because rockstar hasn't implemented anything worth putting your money into well i was saying last time we were talking about this that the gold technically you can spend the gold on pretty much anything in the game it's just kind of like an alternate currency uh, you know, if you want to buy things sooner than your level will give them to you, you could spend gold on them. 
shit like that. But I mean, that also that also goes for other things that are like role specific now with these new jobs that they've put into the game. Uh, okay. So like, there's there's definitely stuff to spend the gold on, but the the players that are sticking with it, like myself, for this long, we are just kind of collecting this for the next gen version for when they actually start to release real content. Uh, Listen, man, I'm going to let you in on a secret here. And that is that now that they've changed the structure, you're not going to be able to buy things with gold bars. Mm. They're, they're going to be gold nuggets, nuggets, bricks. I was going to, I was going to say, those bars, they're going to be fucking worthless because there's no way they want you buying everything that they put out on day one. Right. Because that's, that's what I was that's what I was thinking, guys, is that if they don't see this coming, which hey, they might not, developers have made mistakes on this scale before, they'll implement new content and then there'll be this like huge wave of players scooping all of it up and they're like flooding the market with whatever it is that they are able to purchase and like tanking the in game economy. <laughs> It'll be like a Great Depression style crash <laughs> when everybody like they're yeah, like we yeah. have it all and it's worthless. Oh yeah, Watch and they'll have to like pennies on the dollar. They'll have to in, in, they'll have to introduce a new kind of currency to convert yeah. it into just to keep the economy from crashing. For sure, fun bucks. Uh, they're just gonna have to push technology forward and uh, pull in some of the assets from GTA Five. So. Uh, you're going to be rolling around in your wagon, but uh, somebody with big bucks can be flying around in a fighter jet. I'm sorry. That's the way it's going to be. Yeah, we'll see about that. I feel like I've been gutted like my heart has been ripped from my chest. All I could really say... Uh, well, it's been fun. It's been fun, Rockstar. <laughs> it's been fun. I mean, uh, you sound so convinced. I'm looking out. I gave my love a chicken. It had no bone. So, so, dear God, so, <laughs> before we move on to news, I just had one more thing I wanted to bring up. That uh, before we rec- even before we even recorded the last episode. Uh, there was an update for Bloodstained Ritual of the Night that was released that I just, this afternoon, decided to download and check out, um, where they give you the ability to play as one of the bosses in a complete campaign through the game. Ooh, hey. That's not bad. Yeah. It's, um, it's Bloodless. She's the lady from all the previews and the trailers. She's, like, bathing in a bathtub of blood. And, um... Awesome. It's pretty bare bones like you don't have the same like equipment or any of that kind of progression it's just like you find upgrades out in the wild and you fill out the map and kill all the bosses the noteworthy thing about bloodless is that every time she attacks or takes damage or exerts herself in any significant way she sounds just on the precipice of like coming in her dress it's it's a lot, and I don't. I I I applaud Art Play in Five Hundred Five for going the extra mile with this character and really making you feel like 
Elizabeth of Bathory brought to life to, like, fuck fight her way using blood through oh. the entire blood-stained map. It's, it's, real, it's a real cut above the rest. I mean, it's more fun than Zangetsu, who's the other, like, bonus character you can fuck around with, who I just found kind of unsatisfying. But with this lady, at least, it's kind of funny and cool, and she has blood powers, and that's pretty sick. So that's something. So I'm probably going to play through that. Do a, do, a, do a bloodless run. That's a cool game, man. Some might say it was the 10th best game from last year. Oh. I am still ready to fight about that shit, you motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, nice. Arguably, Bloodstained and Days Gone should have been flipped in our list. Mm. Days Gone and Bloodstained. Eh? Yeah, Days Gone higher, for sure. Days Gone was 9 and Bloodstained was 10 in our okay, list last so, year. So Days Gone should have been six or maybe five even or like 11 you know okay <laughs> you like rip some okay. band-aids off that's fucking bullshit man days gone was <laughs> so much better than that uh then bloodstained uh, oh yeah then bloodstained for sure it, it definitely was better than bloodstained bloodstained's good don't get me wrong i, I love bloodstained um but days gone like now that's a game <laughs> now that's a man's it game. is you sink your teeth into. Uh, Brett, I don't uh, want to hurt your feelings or anything, but you helped make that list, so. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. I, yeah, but Days Gone was on it. Yeah. Which yeah, you fought nine. for tooth and nail. Tooth and nail, Red. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, James, so. I just want to say that the real tragedy from what all you just said is we can't use any of what you said as the title of this podcast because we'll be banned from all platforms. And we can't um, say things like fuck fight or coming oh, in her dress. We, oh. can't, we just can't use those things. But I'm glad you said them because I enjoy Yeah. Them. Oh, also another thing that I didn't mention that's kind of funny and gross. Because um, her clothes are made of blood and she uses blood for her like special or magic attacks. Go on. When you expel her oh, like, yeah. magic bar, her... <sighs> dress like the bottom part of it like the the bottom half the 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 flowy part of the dress slowly disappears until she's just in like tights oh baby (laughs) yeah like the top half of the dress is intact but the bottom half of the dress acts as like a visual shorthand for the magic bar which you don't need because you already have a magic bar it's just fan service but it's it's a nice touch i appreciate it and it's fun because your health bar slowly, re- your magic bar slowly recovers over time if you just hang around. So you can watch the dress grow back, <laughs> which mm. is like the best part. <laughs> All them horny folk be out there casting nonstop. Yep. Just, just, and, and then, and then it just slowly recovers. And then if you get items, you just get more dress. It's, it's great. <laughs> Speaking of things that haven't uh, come back completely. It's Square Enix's investment in the Avengers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> God damn. And to the surprise of no one, because that game is a piece of garbage. Man, I they should not on. have released it in the state that they did. I must have played that shit twice. I just couldn't be bothered. I could not be bothered to go back. It's just like I, I didn't hate the gameplay, but I hate everything else. They, there's they got everything so ass backwards as yeah. far as uh, uh doling out rewards and, and loot and 
uh, like even the the mission structure, like multiplayer mission structure and everything for a game that was supposed to be like, oh yeah, the first time you could really get in there with your friends and be the Avengers and yada yada. Man, just so fucking stock this game is. It's so yeah. boring. It's so bland. Like this, you're doing the same missions over and over and over. Oh man, yeah, it's rough. You want to hear something even more depressing? Please. Apparently. Square Enix pulled uh, everyone over to work on the Avengers at the expense of the next Deus Ex game. No. Oh, yep. gross. But so, I, I mean, I you guess... know all those all those threads that were left unfinished from Mankind Divided. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if we'll ever get an ending to them because those people, they're working on the Avengers for the rest of time. But Mankind Divided didn't do very well did it uh, not not as well as um, human revolution did at least i gotta imagine it did better than the avengers did but oh, okay yeah fair enough you think so though that's a big property i'm sure a lot of people bought that game without you know a second thought they didn't care about yeah, the well, bad maybe more people bought the avengers but i would be very surprised if mankind divided wasn't at least profitable mm. oh oh sure sure yeah that's crazy though. Yeah, they took I, the, they took the team off of it for Avengers. Oof. I've seen lots of player counts from various sites about the PC version of the Avengers, and the numbers are shocking. We're talking prime time game playing hours and single digit people playing the Avengers. Oh Jesus Christ! That's so dark. <laughs> it is, is it so better dark. on the PS4? Wait, what? <laughs> So, like you mean like, like on on the steam version on the steam on the version PC version you're saying at one time there was like less than 10 people yeah oh my god just pack it up pack it up square <laughs> take it home take it home yeah, yeah they've got the first bit of like extra content in the form of like kate bishop the hawkeye and i'm like is it is that going to be the last piece of expansion you release? Because it's such a like absolute yeah. flop. Yeah. Everybody was bitching about Spider-Man being PS4 exclusive. Well, he's not even going to come out. Game's going to be dead and buried before Peter sees any of the fucking game. Ugh. Yeah. I, I think, I, okay, think I, may, they I like... may have been looking at some uh, potentially hyperbolic reporting on that front. The average number of players is hovering around 600. Okay, not great. That, no, exactly. Nine, or six, or 600, it doesn't make a difference. Like, that's nothing. You're still not going to find a game no. when there's five Ex or 600 people playing. Exactly. <sighs> Crazy. Crazy. But I mean, people were calling it, too. Honestly, people were calling this game to flop from that first CG trailer that they released. And that, you know, I guess there's a little bit of gameplay in there, but people were calling a flop from a mile away. I remember quite vividly the first time I saw this game, which was at E3 of 2018. 2018, coming back to the place we had rented and talking to James about this and going, I don't know about this game. There's no way they can release it. It, I, it looks awful. It looks horrible. <laughs> and... They did release it. Sure enough. They didn't fix it. Yeah. They didn't make it better. It's a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, that's that's an exaggeration. It is it is fine. Yeah. But 
Yeah, but they they dumped a crazy amount of money into fine. Yeah, they yeah. they 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 put a lot of capital down for fine, and it I don't it did not pan out, and that's not great. No. Now, with that being said, once they do release, you know, whatever rework they've been uh, planning on, I will give it a chance. I'll be happy to give it a chance and see what they've done, and if yeah, if it's you know fun and rewarding and not as monotonous as it is right now and uh you know maybe they flesh out the roster a little bit more then sure i'd love to get back in there yeah i'll take a look at it right after the uh you know anthem rework comes out (laughs) yeah i'm filing that under never happening at this point yeah that's fair but see it's just like what you guys are saying though that they put a lot of money into this game and i can't imagine they want to just let it die you know what's what's another What's another fucking, you know, big budget DLC to add on to this or, or update to add on to this when they've already put, what's the budget on it? Like hundreds of millions or something? It's a couple hundred million. Yeah, like fuck's oh, sakes. disgusting. Fuck's sakes. I, I mean, there is hope because Ugh. when, uh, take Destiny, for example, when that came out, there people said, this game has no content, there's not enough here, blah, blah, blah. That went on and on and on through most of you know, the first game's life cycle. And now it's doing really well. Yeah. Just because they decided to rework how the economics of the game work and giving more people access to it. So I wouldn't be surprised to see the base game of Avengers go free to play. Mm-hmm. Give everyone access to that main story as DLC comes out. Yeah, that's a good call. And they really just need to follow that destiny formula. I mean, they're going to, the game is never going to be good unless you can like actually customize your character, you know, unless you can throw the gauntlets on with the, with different boots, with different pants, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they're just so stuck with what they have right now. They're so stuck. There's no room for any sort of like creativity. It's just, you know, you've got the Hulk in his fucking pinstripe suit and you're picking up gear that you can't see and is just barely barely like scraping your power level up yeah <laughs> and it's just nobody wants to do that nobody wants to do that it's <clears throat> fucked and For comparison's all... sake the last uh the destiny 2 numbers on steam it has in the last couple of years not gone under fifty thousand average players crazy crazy yeah if if they want to fix avengers I think the first and foremost thing they have to do is make a cosmetic shit that you can like see on the players. Yep. And then B make it so gear actually matters. Cause like, it's like, Oh, it doesn't feel like the story if they look all fucking cool and weird. I'm like, yeah, but I want to play if they look all cool and weird. I, I give a shit about the characters. If you give me Hulk, with like crazy gold gauntlets and a fucking Mr. T style chains and like a <laughs> raggedy ass purple cape swirling out behind him and like a bullet belt. Give me all that shit. Right. Give it to me right now. I'll play your stupid game forever and ever if you just make give me the ability to, to gussy up these losers in the weirdest clothes imaginable. That's all I want. Seriously. There's there's no reason it shouldn't be like that. And all that shit's really expensive too. That's the other thing. They've got like 
50 different in-game currencies, and it, it doesn't seem like any of them come fast enough. And all the shit's fucking expensive. All the good shit, like, pfft, as if you aren't going to just spend money on it, as opposed to grinding dozens of hours. But then it's like, as if you're going to spend money on it to play more of this shitty game. It's all just fucked. Guys, I got gear I want to talk about. Okay. It's the metal variety. The metal kind of gear. Oh, well. Because this is the rumor that won't die. And it's uh, it's popped back up again in much more fleshed out format. As you may have heard, um, it's heavily rumored that Sony is remaking Metal Gear Solid. Oh, God, this better be real. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it better be good, but... Better be real. Better be real. It, oh, it better be real. First, it has to be real, then it has to be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the rumors come back up again, and <clears throat> the rumor is thus, that Sony expected Microsoft's Xbox Series S slash X launch to be way bigger than it was. You know, they expected them to have games, games like Halo. So Sony was extremely prepared for that inevitability to completely carpet bomb Halo Infinite into the ground with so much first party content, it would be impossible to ignore. Great. When Halo decided to get pushed, Sony dialed all that back. And they haven't revealed a lot of the things that they are work not only working on, but have finished and are ready to go. Oh, and one of those things that is rumored to not only be real, but 100% complete and finished, ready to go, is the Metal Gear Solid remake. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So there so, is some some evidence for this. Apparently, it's Bluepoint that did the work on the game, and it's uh, you know something like Metal Gear Solid Five uh, controls. Ooh man, it, like fucking Snake is moving around like that. Yeah. Oh my god! But so they would have to like redesign a lot of the space. Oh it's, yeah, it's not right? just a remaster; it's a complete remake. Crazy. So, um, yeah, the, the evidence that shows this is potentially real or potentially, uh, lends credence to it is, uh, some, an Easter egg that someone found in Demon's Souls. And apparently if you're wandering around the Nexus in Demon's Souls and you do specific things, you hear this kind of screeching noise. Oh, Rex. And people are hearing this screeching noise and they're like, what is that? And they've matched it up. It is, it's Metal Gear Rex. Ooh, it's yeah, slightly baby. different tone, but it's the same noise. <laughs> so Crazy. Uh, people are saying like, um, without doubt, this is coming at some point, potentially with a reveal at the Game Awards uh, alongside things like Silent Hills because this rumor even goes so far as to say that Sony has paid for licensing deals not just with Metal Gear, but with Silent Hill and with Castlevania. Mm. This is starting to sound too big to be legitimate. Like, like I love the idea of each of these things individually, but when you add them up, it's like, huh, did, did a Sony employee get drunk and get like, <laughs> blown 
by somebody in exchange for some reporter being like, ah, I'm going away with gold. You know what I mean? Like, like what kind of incredible spycraft subterfuge would somebody have to engage in in order to get this volume of information out into the world? Seriously, how would a PS5 MGS1 like complete remake go entirely under the radar all this time? It only first like kind of leaked what four weeks ago, two weeks ago was it? Yeah, it was a couple of shows ago. We were talking about this. Yeah, I'm. It is, it is a stretch. Now, um, so I I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of this is not true. But at the same time, if you're an employee of Bluepoint, a company that's up and coming, they've done some cool stuff, but it's all just been remasters. And redoing th- stuff that already exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're working on Metal Gear Solid Remake, and this is the thing that's going to propel you into the, the stratosphere, not just as a personal career, but your company that you you've worked for, you've bled for. Yeah, that's something that you're going to keep under the vest because when it gets revealed, it's going to be explosive. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. How big is Blue Point? How big is? That's a good question. Is Sure, I completely agree with you as far as any of like the higher ups, but and I'm not even saying maybe somebody you know would have leaked it, uh, like on purpose, but 90 90 people, yeah, it's just crazy that at some point you know there wouldn't be uh somebody having a drink and they mentioned, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you like Metal Gear, right? Yeah, we're working on MGS1 for PS5, yeah, it's gonna be sick, but. You know, shut up about it, and then you know he goes and tells, you know, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just thinking of any little moment like that, you know, like and and that could have like sparked this rumor, but there was nothing. But with all that being said, like I really hope I'm wrong. I really hope that this is real. And my biggest question about it is, what did they do for the voice work? Did they bring everybody back? Did they? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, at least, like I know. David Hayter and Kojima are at odds, or at least, you know, to the public they are. So it would seem like the perfect time for Konami to come in and be like, yo, David, we're making fucking MGS1 again. Want to come in and play Snake? <laughs> uh, I, yeah. like, I know he loves the character. I know he would do it. He said it like he would have done Snake until the day, the day he died. So of course that's his cash cow, man. Right, that's he is snake. Like you know, as much as he's a writer, as much as he's fucking any any other character, like he is snake. And um, yeah, I hope that this is real. <laughs> That'd be pretty crazy. So, yeah, I mean, if that's true, I don't know. The Sony must have just been shocked when you know the Xbox launch lineup came out and there was like nothing there, so they said, well, I guess. We now have a first party game for like every month next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They could, they've got so much like freedom to just roll things out in, in a fashion that like maximizes each title's impact and the fucking the profit it's going to generate. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Christ. <laughs> yeah. Exciting stuff either way. So uh, look forward to the game awards because. That seems like a likely place that a a reveal would happen if one of these things was going to get outed just because of that connection between Keeley and Kojima and Mm. those are his babies. 
you know, I, I find it hard to believe that they Sony wouldn't have got Kojima's blessing if they were working on some of these things. True. Well, yeah, because they've got him in the pocket now. Yeah, because he's a, he's a, he's a he's a Sony boy. Oh. So you know, like <laughs> they're like, well, we're gonna do this thing, and uh, we'll we promise to be less toxic than fucking Konami, and be like, oh, okay. Well, there's other things out there that are definitely <laughs> definitely gonna happen. And, uh, well, that's Cyberpunk 2077, because despite yeah. all the delays and all the rumors that it'll get delayed again, physical copies of the game are out in the wild, and people have them, so... Makes me sad. Maybe they're not supposed to, but people have them. They're definitely not supposed to, but, I mean, the game exists, it runs, it works, she's coming out. You'd be pretty confident there. Yeah. Yeah, they're basically, like, going on social media now and, like swearing up and down like dear god no there's no more delays this shit is happening even though like they haven't officially gone gold have they well they went gold a long time ago so anything that they're doing now is uh like day one update territory oh well then like fuck it man yeah just ride out this last 10 days and then it comes out and then all of us turn our phones off and pretend like we died and then come back in a week yeah and then it's on to the next thing Cyberman. Wait, no, dude, that's not how I play video games. Cyberpunk 2077 is going to occupy a solid, tangible space in my brain and my daily routine until spring of 2021, I think? Maybe later? You just got it scheduled in there. Yeah. yeah. I'm down with yeah. that. Because there's, like, all the different major routes you can take and, like, the different, the different like, branching story paths you can get into and like the different play styles like yeah i'm gonna get the whole thing <laughs> really is man uh, a couple other news items here one is that the first photos of the super mario world theme park have come out and james i feel like you're the man that should take us through this well it's been slowly put together and assembled like piece by piece for months and we've been seeing like People were taking like covert photos, like from a distance, because you know it's a it's a theme park. It's very large. It's difficult to completely conceal its existence. But now that we're seeing the first sets of official photos, and it's uh, it's really really beautiful. Like just like big crazy statues of like Bowser and like sets that look like straight out of the video game like you see the pictures and it kind of just looks like a high resolution shot from like mario 3d world or something sometimes and like all the like the statues and 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 the the set pieces look kind of amazing i don't know how japan is doing because that's where this is opening up in case anybody was like confused about that i don't know how japan is doing in terms of their like covid numbers but think probably probably they're going to be open in a limited capacity or they're going to open up and then it's going to be like oh surprise surprise a case popped up in the mario world we have to shut it down for two weeks while we fucking windex and bleach every fucking surface oh yeah that's kind of the like real underpinning of the story is the audacity of the company being all, oh, no, we're going to be good to go by February 2021. I'm like, are you, though? I don't think you are. I think the physical space will be built, 
but I think you're Icarus on your wax wings if you think this is going to go smoothly when you open up. Like, yeah. Unless they've got like an inside tip on a vaccine that we don't know about. Yeah, they'll be all right. They probably do. Yeah. They probably do got that yeah. vaccine. It does yeah. look incredible, though. Yes. Oh, like in God. that video, it doesn't look real because it looks that good. You're like, no way. There's no way that Bowser looks like that. But then you look real close and you're like, hmm, maybe it does. And then once it opens up, it's going to be like this crazy haven for like Instagram or whatever the Japanese equivalent of Instagram is. Just people taking photos for the social and like wandering around and like getting all these ops in and doing rides and whatever other crazy events. I, that's the thing. I don't even know what a person does when you go there aside from like gape at the amazing set pieces. Like is there, is there rides? Like what, what the hell is Super Mario World? Like what is this place? Aside from like too beautiful to be real. Oh, you know, there's going to be like a Donkey Kong roller coaster and a, a, a Super Mario Kart adventure thing. And, <laughs> you know, it's going to be all ripping around on theme park stuff, but themed to be, you know. If there isn't a life size right. game of Mario Party you can play, I don't even know why they built it. Like, what was oh the. Oh my point? God. Please, no. But also, yes. Yeah, also, 100% yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm amazed nobody's built that yet anywhere. Like, even of like a shitty low-budget version. But, like, it's Mario Party, but life-size. <laughs> Which is basically just like one of those Nickelodeon game shows, but with better branding. Should be out there. This could be a real dark reality, though. You know, you're playing a mini-game, and whoops, little Johnny just fell into the lava. Mm-hmm. He's dead. Yeah. Yeah, and we're all real sad about it, but not like enough to, you know, stop playing or anything. Yeah, flip that. I got 10 coins. Right. Well, I'm going to get that star. Not, yeah. yeah. Are we talking real lava? And Johnny oh, yeah. Johnny really gets scorched well, to death because oh, yeah. well we probably sh- we probably shut it down for just a day if that happened. Though. It'd be like it'd be like the Nickelodeon goo, you know, like they have all sorts of like goo Mm, and slime and stuff like that. Be like a bright bioluminescent lava goo, and then you're like, oh, it's not real lava, but still wash it off your skin pretty fast, or else like, you know, right, you will uh, end up in the hospital. Yeah, but but like, not like a serious case, but like, but still, still wash it off. Pretty bad, yeah. And every now and then someone does have a really bad reaction to it. And, you know, that's when you need to get the legal team involved. Oh, no. You, you sign a disclaimer on the way in. <laughs> you know what you signed up for. Ooh, yeah. Disclaimers. Yeah. All day. All day. <laughs> this releases yeah, Nintendo a, from any and oh, all liability. There'll yeah. be a long list of, 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 of forms you have to sign just so you can get into the park in the first place. Yeah. I can't wait. That sounds so delightful. Yeah, it does, though. And finally, James, you've got a story here about Twitch being the new face of modern politics. And I think, you know, I know where you're going with this, but yeah, I'll well, let you take it away. Um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has been establishing an online presence for a while now with like Instagram lives. And previous to this, she did a game, I think of Among Us. Mm hmm. And then she did another stream, but this time 
on top of like big YouTube internet celebrities being part of this game, there was <sighs> fucking Jagmeet Singh was also there. Like he just went online. I I saw the post where he went online. I was like, "Yo, we should do a game together." And I was like, "That's not gonna go anywhere." And then it did. <laughs> and then they played Among Us together. It's just like but they raised a bunch of money for a charity too. Yeah, like a a couple hundred grand. That's awesome. It's it's really great. I I think I think the new face of politics is gonna be like if you can't hang online. And like, like, like bond with the extremely online part of the population. What are you even doing? Get out, go home, pack your shit up, you know? But like, I don't know. I don't know what Yagmit was like on, on it. I haven't heard any clips or seen anything of his playing, but, but AOC was uh, charming and funny and cool. So she's got it on lock. She knows what she's doing. She's, she's, she's got it figured out. You know, she's she's really great at staying on message. She's never any moments where you're like, oh, that wasn't very much like a politician of her. But no, it very much was, you know, like uh, it's that kind of like savvy and like flexibility that I think people are really going to need in order to like make an impact on people going forward. I think I think Twitch is the new standard. And if you can't uh, fucking get under the group chat and like talk a little cool trash and then like, you know come off like you're slick then like what what why are we even paying attention to you your fundraising is worthless what are you doing yeah it's kind of an interesting crossover too because aoc is literally a professional arguer like that is her job as a politician so playing among us she's actually very entertaining to watch because she's good at the part where she's saying she's not the imposter <laughs> so you know, it's it's worth watching yeah like, no, it's, it's quite it's good. great among us gameplay I've I've seen a couple of clips. It's very entertaining. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm curious to see where this goes next. Like, you know, I'd watch like Bernie who, Sanders play Among Us. Oh my! Oh my God, that would be amazing. See, I've try, seen yeah, I've, we, I've seen people not that old, but like old. Like I've seen Jamie Lee Curtis play games, like <laughs> on on like videos before. Yeah. That's pretty goddamn funny. I think somebody like Bernie's age get in there and like. You get that like five, ten minutes of like, okay, how does this work? What are we doing? And then they'll like figure it out. And it's like, yes. <laughs> yeah. The arguing would be so intense and watching him weave, oh you know, yes. universal health care into everything would be <laughs> so entertaining. I'll watch it. Bernie, if you're listening, play him. Yeah. Us. I'll watch it. He's, yeah. He's for not... God's sakes, get in there. <laughs> Uh, get get good at at at, at 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 the espionage and the subterfuge. Get good at pretending that you were totally doing your task and not sneaking around back to murder somebody. <laughs> I mean, we don't actually know. Bernie might be a lights out CS:GO player. There is a rumor, a false rumor, perpetuated by one of the podcasts I listen to, as a person who listens to podcasts, that Bernard Sanders was in fact. The person who assassinated JFK. Nice. That's neither here nor there. Listen, I'm not questioning facts are 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 incontrovertible. I'm saying that 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 the theories are out there. <laughs> that may may maybe maybe not is Bernard Sanders on the grassy knoll on that November 1963 day. You know he probably did do it. 
Well, I mean, I don't know, man. I feel like Bernie probably would have wanted JFK to live. Eh. Given the way he was taking the country. Eh. Yeah, probably, 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 probably a wild rumor. <laughs> probably the years don't even light up at all. <laughs> I mean, he probably did it and he didn't do it. So it's fine. Bernie was the man with the black umbrella. Look that Did up. you just Google that? Are you on a list now? No. Okay. <laughs> just look it up, though. The man with the black umbrella. We're all on a list for talking about this. That's the, that's what you need to know. We no, talked I'll... about it, so we're on a list. <laughs> that, sorry, guys. All we're sorry, saying is Bernie. look into it, okay? Yeah. Look yeah. into it. Make up your own mind. Yeah, look up the man with the black umbrella. You'll see. I will. All I know about that is that it was heavily featured in the second season of the Umbrella Academy. Oh, was it? Yes. I see. I see. Okay. Yes. So is that like a red herring or? Listen, they they definitely did not produce, shoot, and release the second season of Umbrella Academy to throw everybody off the trail of Bernard Sanders. All right, that definitely <laughs> did not happen. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it's upsetting me that you keep calling him Bernard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bernard Sanders. Like that. Oh, huh? <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Definitely nobody no nobody nobody unexpected murder JFK. <laughs> so and- yeah. And that's the end of our podcast about video That's games. the episode. Yeah. That's what we're wrapping up on. Everybody, it's been so good to have you here listening this whole time. D- d- listening to us pick through the various news pieces. Listening to us come to grips with the personal tragedies in our lives related to Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> Hit us up on Cog Connected Twitter, Cog Connected on Facebook, Cog Connected on YouTube. Uh, press X to podcast check us out on all the platforms anywhere you get your podcasts you can find us press X to podcast press X to podcast at gmail press X to podcast on spotify on, on apple podcasts hit us up check us out catch those backlog episodes if you haven't listened to them yet what are you doing with your life you literally have nothing else to do so catch up yeah get up to speed and you'll understand our puns at the beginning of the episodes where we're talking about uh scan maped and stuff yeah yeah, you can go back and sift through the episodes and listen to how enjoyable that streak was and how much joy i was getting out of it how much how much i enjoyed talking about it with you fellas and reminiscing on all the challenges i did eating cans of food and <laughs> selling items to a fence. God, you're selling them is so hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, lassoing five non-player enemies from horseback. I could go on and on, but y'all know what I mean. <laughs> God, do we ever. <laughs> yep. Anyways, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Next time! game of the year it's happening it's going down it's gonna be a bloodbath and uh it's gonna be the best time ever so join us for that and in the meantime we'll catch you out there on the internet so later everybody bye bye